Today's gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 10. Jesus said to the 12, a disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light. And what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. <clears throat> and even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's foes will be members of one's household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose, lose their life for my sake will find it. The Gospel of our Lord. You may be seated. Thank you, Kathy. Let's pray. God, you promised to always show up in the power of your living word. And so we pray for that today, for your voice to speak, to enter our hearts and move us ahead. Amen. Jesus is teaching. Here we are in the 10th chapter of Matthew, and Jesus is still teaching. He's called his disciples, and story after story, they gather almost like a classroom of students gather around their teacher, and Jesus is there with them to instruct, to reveal, to warn, to remind, and to teach. And the subject of this teaching, God. It's a new subject for them and a difficult one because, well, the disciples are not God. Jesus is teaching them how God sees the world and what God envisions for the world. And it's so very different from the, what the world instructs on its whiteboards. Let's think about teachers for a moment. Their work is not only to impart information, to encourage when comprehension comes quickly, but good teachers are there in the struggle. When life turns, when we don't understand the concept, when one wants to quit. How does one move from the impossible to trying again? How does one know that not only do we have something to learn, but also something to teach? 
I think of the teachers in my life. They are the ones that I rely on, not so much for the what, but the how. They are the ones that I still seek when fear and anxiety creep in, when things get gray and murky, and their words to me, Beth, expect the sword. Jesus teaches, do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Our inclination when we hear these words is to think, well, that doesn't sound so much like the Jesus that I want to know. Doesn't Jesus want peace and unity and harmony for the world, especially in families? Jesus is speaking truth to the ones he is teaching. To see as God sees is hard work and not something that you can learn once. Seeing as God sees will mess up your world and it will mess up our relationships. Expect the sword. Because the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, and as much as it can bring comfort and peace, it will also divide. Jesus is preparing his disciples and us for what happens when we begin to see as God sees. It will impact relationship, and it will tilt our perceptions of the world. I received an email this week, Pastor Beth, I am still struggling with my faith. I'm having a really hard time with friends who claim to be really strong Christians but aren't okay with same-sex marriage. I asked them about other things like slavery and divorce, but they claim that isn't the same. I just wonder how it is that people seem to pick and choose what they want to believe in the Bible. Pastor Joel received an email earlier this spring from an unknown person pursuing our website. This person wrote, while I do think your congregation is, comp is comprised of great folks, I do see there is a conflict in what is being taught there versus what the Bible teaches. For example, your lead pastor is a woman. A woman is not supposed to lead any congregation, let alone lead the flock. According to the scriptures, women are not to become preachers. Expect the sword. This division Jesus speaks of is real. And the problem, of course, comes because each one of us wants to be God. We like to hold the power and to be in charge and to create and control the playbook that everyone else must follow and then to tell people the way it should be. I think this is why the first commandment is first. No wonder why so many people have been hurt by the church and why we avoid discussing religions at the Thanksgiving table in social settings. We say, don't go there because we know what will happen. Expect the sword. 
The prolific writer Anne Lamont says it the best. The mystery of grace is that God loves Henry Kissinger, Lyudomar Putin, and me exactly as much as God loves your brand new grandchild. God's love is that big and we just can't take it. Our minds and egos tell us there must be rules and limits to this love. We just can't see how God sees. This is why Jesus continues to teach and why he's so direct, why he warns us of what God's word will do. It will cause division and heartache and strife. What is interesting is that every strong opinion on matters of faith and life did not just miraculously appear in someone's heart. It was taught and it was learned. The good news is that we never stop learning. And that is why Jesus continues to teach so we can continue to learn. One of the greatest lessons is admitting that division is a part of this life of faith. You will get unfriended, relationships will change, and they very well could end. Yet, you are not powerless. You are called to speak the truth. We are called to share in the light that which gets spoken in the dark. And that little whisper in your heart, you're called to proclaim it. And each of us has a voice to do that. One of our greatest misses in this life is to not speak the truth that is in our hearts because each of us has a passion or an experience for something specific. On our own, we can't cover the gamut of every issue, but we can speak to what is on our heart, that little slice of life and truth that the world needs to hear. This may be what following Jesus is all about. Speak your truth knowing that not everyone will agree, but still speak it. To lose your life is to trust that you have life and truth to speak, and then speak it on behalf of the other. When I meet with this person who sent me this email, I'm going to say that by speaking her truth, she has the power to teach her friends. And I'm going to remind her to expect the sword. The division reminds us the truth is being spoken. Pastor Joel responded eloquently to the person questioning my call and my authority as lead pastor. I doubt if it changed minds, but Joel spoke the truth as he knew it and as he is experiencing it. He was teaching as he was learning. This is hard work. It's relentless at times. Yet it is our call. Expect the sword. In the midst of strife and divisions, even in your families, Jesus teaches us, shake off the dust, keep pressing ahead. He promises to always be with us, teaching us to see as God sees. For those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Amen.